You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Like Pete McKinnon gets his own coffee blend, Kevin Smith gets his own marijuana strain. of caution if you please don't kiss the cat if it has fleas welcome back to this week in gaming i'm proxy i'm sarah and i'm typhon de leon oh whoa the first vault hunter okay. whoa that's hot things i did not know but Topical. also yeah duh. <laughs> typhon de leon yeah the first vault hunter he found the first vault on pandora what a what a name shit i need to go change my name Legally? Typhon de Leon. Legally, yes. <laughs> Typhon. Hi, I'm Typhon. Typhon. It'll be a Proxy lot Fox easier for you to change your name than it will be for me. I find Stupid. that weird. <laughs> Typhon de Squall Leonhart. Wow. Proxy Fox Needham. <laughs> Princess Esquire. Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, Phoebe. <laughs> Peace was never an option. Anyway. Welcome back, everyone. It finally a week that didn't feel like it dragged on forever uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Uh, so, what have you been playing this week? What? Sorry, how's Borderlands? Uh, Borderlands <laughs> me- Three is great. I'm still playing that. Um, I almost, I thought I almost accidentally beat it last you, night. I same. It felt very end gamey where I was, and come to find out, it's like fifty percent gamey. Thank God, I oh. would have been like so mad if like oh i'm like 30 hours into the game that i paid 80 dollars for and it just came out and it's been so hyped for so long and oh i just accidentally beat it yeah but to, so to be glad. fair borderlands is one of those games that you know there's going to be dlc and you know it's going to be good yeah, yeah like there's like there's a halloween event coming up too so ready i don't um, even own the game but i i was playing that all week and i also played um trover saves the universe by squanch games squanch squanch games yeah uh, i thought it was only a vr game but As did I. It's not. I was on Epic and I just happened to be looking at the description because like every now and then I go back and I'm like, there's got to be something in here that says it's not only VR. And lo and behold, in the Epic store, there is. In the Steam store, there isn't. Epic store says you don't need to have VR to play this game. That's why they're making the sales. Yep. Yeah. But I've been playing that. So it's I, I get a little dose of uh, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. Perfect. Dream Team. A little bit of a, a Rick and Morty going on I here got a little bit of that on my way home because I was listening to Wubba Lubba Dubstep <laughs> uh, on yeah, my way here. Yeah. But um, that, those are the only two games I've been playing. Mainly Borderlands. Yeah. For like seven hours. A day. And then you'll stand up and be like, ooh, I've sat down for too long. Yeah. I should probably sit down, take a break, and play some Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> no, because normally when I get up from Borderlands, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Oh, boy. Because it's, like, midnight and I get up at 5.30. Yeah. She'll, like, get, we'll get home from her picking me up from work at 4-ish. And it's already running. And, yeah, she'll leave it running because she'll have played from the time she got home to when she comes to pick me up. The problem is I don't realize what time it is until it's too late for me to just be like, okay, well, I'm at a safe spot Mm, to just close down the game. So it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll just pause the game, turn off my monitor, and go. Yeah, which is fair. Every At time. least you can pause it. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, if, ugh, God, if it was set up like a Souls game where it's like, want to pause? 
good luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck, bitch. And you're like, oh, I found the one safe spot. I'm up here on top of a flagpole, glitched somehow, 100 <laughs> feet off the ground. <laughs> Nothing can find me here. And then you you sit, so you're just sitting on top of a flagpole for some unknown reason. And then you come back and it's like <laughs> a beholder has found you and ripped you into pieces. And I don't know how it happened. And you don't know how long ago it was either. So you can't even be like, wow, I wonder what happened. Mm-hmm. You can- <laughs> it's Play-Doh. It is. I found Play-Doh on Annabelle's desk. For some reason, I keep looking at that and the way that it's like It looked folded. like pantyhose to me. Yeah, that's what I was like. It looks like pantyhose <laughs> it's in a like little the, capsule thing. Yeah, I, like I was very confused color. why you grabbed them. Like, bitch, that's pantyhose. That's her pantyhose. Like, get away. <laughs> and then I sniffed it, which must have looked really weird. Yeah, I yeah, just sure had did. a stroke for I a knew, minute. I knew that it was like a clay or a Play-Doh or something. And I opened it and it didn't resist so i had to smell it to see what it was and it's just play-doh if it smells like weird or it's chemically poop. it's definitely poop like something i shouldn't touch but it's just play-doh it's fine i'm just gonna fuck with i don't it. know why that reminded me but i earlier today started re-listening to the dispatcher the audiobook that's narrated by um zachary quinto mm-hmm. and i forgot how enjoyable his voice is it's i mean there's a reason why he plays only bad guys on tv and spock oh and spock sure I've never seen the Star Trek. See, that's what I like. Remember him from most now is Spock. Oh no, because no. Uh, like I mean, he was in Agent Forty Seven and Heroes. I never got all the way through Heroes. He was the bad guy in season one. I never got all the way through season one of Heroes. <laughs> I got like three episodes into Heroes. Oh yeah, so I got to the point where the you dude didn't was get like, Yatta! Yeah. America!" And in, in those in those three episodes, a lot happens. So it's like, yeah. oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's understandable. How you'd miss him. Masioka. Yeah. The show's so fucking good. Uh, but. What yeah, is on me? I, There's like leaves. Um, pantyhose. <laughs> There's like leaves on me. Leaves? That's because it's the fall season. Oh, thank God. Time for all things pumpkin. Oh, thank God. But, um, yeah, I forgot how many famous people like Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of like cameo appearances. Like. I was fighting a boss a couple days ago, and it's Penn and Teller. <laughs> Pain and Terror. Oh, my God. And it took me a minute. I was like, this voice sounds really, really familiar. And it was... Pendulette. Pendulette. Because I'm, the world doesn't know Teller's voice. He's right. the silent Bob of the magic world. Exactly. The first time I ever heard him speak, I thought it was, like, really fucked up. Because I thought he was mute. <laughs> I was, like, 10, but still. That was their whole thing. It was fucked yep. up. Um, and then, um, Ice T, you know, the rapper Ice T, also known as the Law and Order guy, Ice T. Oh, yep. I love him so He's much. He's a voice of the navigation system for Sanctuary 3. Oh my God. But you don't get that until later on, like the navigation system. He's a whole mission. And it's like, okay, so this really is Ice T. Cause like I was reading an article today about his character and I was like, Okay, can confirm it is iced tea now. Like, <laughs> it's just like stupid little voices here and there. And it's like, oh, I recognize that voice. It can't be them. It's them. Yeah. They just like blast messaged out to like everyone famous and they're like, hey, got five minutes like Borderlands. You know, the thing is, too, is like if they blast messaged out to everyone that's famous. But all these people are also avid gamers, too. Like mm. iced tea, like live streams every day playing whatever, like Sometimes it's COD. Sometimes it's stupid games like ESO. Like, Ice-T is the funniest person on this earth because he there was a series of tweets 
where he said something about he, how he's never eaten a bagel in his life. Yes. And someone responded and they were like, Ice, I just watched a lo- an episode of Law and Order where you were eating a bagel. And he was like, that wasn't real. That was television. <laughs> but it's like, I don't oh think God. I don't think he was kidding. But like, Ice, it doesn't matter if it was TV. You were still eating a bagel. <laughs> like, Maybe he, he never inhaled. Maybe. I don't know. It was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. He truly is an amazing, it, just human. Like, I, don't, I don't think he's human. I'm pretty sure he came from that other planet. I forgot J. Michael Tatum is the voice of Hammerlock. I was just about to ask because J. Michael Tatum is going, I'm going to probably see him next weekend. Probably. Because yep. he goes to AAC every year. Yeah, He's the voice of Hammerlock. And Chris Hardwick, he's the voice of oh. one of the characters, Vaughn, Penn and Tiller, Sung Woo Chung. Like it's I'm like I'm on the IMDb, so it's not like great, but it's just funny. Like I don't know. Isn't it funny how people trust IMDb more than Wikipedia? Even though IMDb is almost a hundred percent not moderated by anybody in particular. Ashley Birch did come back for Tiny Tina. It didn't it's, sound like her to me. It, yeah, it was her because it's adult. It's been years though. Well, because this one, Borderlands Three, it's adult Tina. Or teen Tina, technically. Yeah, that was big news. When oh, yeah, because wasn't she like the world's most dangerous eight-year-old or something yeah. like that, or 12-year-old or yeah. whatever? When it was announced, everybody was really happy because Ashley Birch hadn't been able to reprise her role for um, the years. the whatever part of Life is Strange, the DLC, I think, because of the writers or the, the, the voice actors strike <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff. Randy Pitchford. Suck. You know, it's really, blue. it's really funny. Like, I've been listening to the Rooster Teeth podcast a lot lately because I rediscovered Rooster Teeth. And they try to not bring their personal opinions into things. Yeah. Because it hurts business. I can't imagine living like that. I can't imagine not being able to say, fuck Randy Pitchford. <laughs> they, like, they have to remain neutral because they're so big that one word can, like, destroy somebody's entire, like, career. Yeah good i don't care well that and it could also ruin sponsorships for them yeah like it ruins money money for them and they are owned by warner media now so like they can't do certain things but it's like i can't imagine i mean that's also why people have disclaimers you have the uh cover my ass at the beginning of everything it's like you know the opinions expressed in interviews are solely those of the people giving them and do not necessarily represent fox media yeah that kind of shit um also on the subject of imdb though al introduced me to a movie that i can't watch I'm sad about it. Why? Because he messaged me and he's like, hey, you heard about Blood Machines? And I'm like, Blood Machines? What is that? And he's like, oh, it just came out. It looked very synth wavy, very like 1980s aesthetic. And so I looked it up and comes. it came out yesterday. Yeah. It The description, first off, the categories, it's not rated. Adventure, musical, sci-fi. Uh-huh. Love it already. Artificial intelligence escapes her spaceship and turns into a female ghost and challenges two Blade Runners into a galactic chase. Sick. Yes, please. <sighs> it's in France. It's only released in France right now. So it's in French. <sighs> Teller French film. actually does a voice of Penn and Teller. Huh. I'll have to look out for that. Yeah. Oh, boy. You may not know when it comes up because well, you're just like, a, who's... He's, he's a named character. Oh, Okay. You're like, oh, who's who's this? Because I remember he did a whole uh, like behind the curtain thing for mm-hmm. Penn and Teller, mm-hmm. and he was the one narrating it. And like it was just him sitting in a booth talking. And at the time, I wasn't overly familiar with Penn and Teller. Yeah, 
like I knew who they were. I knew Teller didn't talk, but I didn't recognize him on his own. And so I'm like, who is this guy? And then the, the subtitle came up where it was like, you know, Teller of Penn and Teller. And I'm like, oh, he doesn't talk. It's like that one time Silent Bob talked. <laughs> just that the one, one just the one. Well, in the movie, the, the Jay and Silent Bob strike back. He talks once in every movie. Literally. Literally. Point. I was looking up the other day. I was like, is there more than one Jay and Silent Bob movie? But I'm pretty sure, like, aside from them being in, like, no, Clerks. There's and only whatnot, one. There's but, just well, the now one there's Strikes the Back. The second one And now they're doing a reboot. Out. Yep. But uh, apparently the reboot, if you pre-order your tickets, you get a movie poster. Mm-hmm. And it looks amazing. And mm-hmm. I want it. And I want Kevin Smith to sign it. They're also selling weed now. Jay and Silent Bob? Like, Kevin like Smith is selling. Oh, yeah. He's actually well, he selling his... Jay and Silent Bob weed. I will start smoking weed. <laughs> Just to do that. Because they are, they already sold, like, the raps and all that stuff. But, like, now they he joined up. Well, he with, made a series. Well, yeah. Well, he he just joined up, like, last week with his favorite dispensary. Oh, boy. Like, his favorite sub- distributor of, of weed. And he's like, hey, I want to do a Jay and Silent Bob one by, before the movie comes Jay out. Jay and Silent Bob blend. Uh, like, Pete McKinnon gets his own coffee blend. Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith gets, gets his, his own, own marijuana yeah. strain. But, yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, pulling this train back on the track. Sarah, what have you been playing this last week? I have only been playing Days Gone, but it's been better because, uh, as it turns out, if you stay calm while you're playing video games and you think while you're doing actions, it's a lot easier to play the game. I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah, I'm very unfamiliar with that I find if I scream at the controller, mash the buttons harder, the controller (laughs) feels my anger, feels the fear of God struck into it. And then it will manipulate things within the game. Have yeah. you broken any controllers? Uh, Not from throwing them? I don't think I've ever actually thrown a controller. Wow. Um, except, I mean, the one time that I got through a level in Catherine and I threw it in the air with the intent of it landing on the couch and it did land on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like other than that, no, because my brain, there's some weird part of my brain that's just like, don't break this. <laughs> You're going to want this later. It's against destroying things. Yeah. And sometimes that's a bad thing. Weird, because monkey brain me says throw the controller. It's throw the controller or you hit someone else. I, in a fit of (laughs) anger, I'd rather punch myself in the head than break something. Yeah, because controllers don't heal. Yeah. Yet. But like me, whatever. Well, see, the thing is, is I know how to fix controllers. So like I go, if it's broken, duct tape. Yeah, that's or bad. I know how WD forty. Yeah, or I know how these you know things go back in. They should make a controller that like just snaps together in like seven different pieces, so you can throw it, watch it shatter in a, into seven different pieces with all the glory of someone who is very but pissed it's still off. Still a playable, but then controller. you just pick it up, you put it back together, and you keep playing. Mm. Oh, that would be bad for people who don't know how to solve puzzles, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those of you not in this room, Sarah just raised your hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. It was a really visual joke. It was. It works really well, and um, I have fully audio medium, I feel. Yeah. yeah, you'll have to watch it on YouTube sometime. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. Just watch the audio on iTunes later. You'll see it. Yeah. You can see it in the waveforms. Yeah, yeah definitely. For, for sure in the waveforms. Um, Days Gone is a good game. Okay. I feel like I've been playing it for a fucking eternity. You've been playing it for like two weeks. P.S., I'm like 7% of the way through it, like two quests, <laughs> but I've been playing for so long. Uh, That's it though. Cool. The great thing is, is you'll think you're done some quests. No. 
that won't be done until literally end game. I don't like how the percentages work. Yeah, they're garbage. I don't like it, but I'm getting used to it because it's like there's like overarching plot lines that hold all of these mini stories in. So it's like you do a couple of zombie nests and that fulfills the zombie nest quest, but it also fills one of the main quests that you have to do with your friend guy. And it's like, that's like fine. That's a nice way to stay organized. And I'm sure that it made sense when they came up with it, but I have a dumb idiot brain. It doesn't make sense. Oh, don't worry. It won't ever. I know. I think I'm getting used to it because when I was last playing and I had to get rid of a bunch of nests, I understood better what I was doing. But it's like, oh, man, this is so it's so hard to get used to a new game. See, and like when I was playing, I got used to just being disappointed by the percentages because it's like whose line is it anyway? It just doesn't matter. Yeah. It know. feels like I did a lot. But how did I go from seven to nine percent done? What's I the did phrase every, about I the did so much. not mattering? Oh, welcome to whose line is it anyway, where the uh, questions, questions are, made, are up. made up and the points don't matter. That's right. Yeah, Th- that's the percentages for Days Gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man. Also, <laughs> before you get into yes. what you played, I uh, discovered, I haven't obviously played it yet, but I discovered a tabletop card game called One Night Ultimate Werewolf. We have to get it. It's like $15 at Target. It's like, you ever heard of the game, the card game Werewolf or like Ultimate Werewolf or whatever? No, but it's I, like, I love every word that was in that sentence. Yes. You get together with a certain amount of people and everybody gets a card and they have a duty with that card and there's a werewolf and the goal is to kill the werewolf, but you can't like tell everybody what your card is because it's a secret. You're supposed to like deceive and lie. Is it sort of like hosting a murder, but you're hosting a werewolf? Kind of, but there's like a longer version and then there's one night ultimate werewolf, which is like 10 to 15 minute game. It's meant to go really fast so you can just do a couple at a time and be like, and now we're done. Instead of like cards against humanity where it's like, we could go for hours <laughs> before yes. somebody gets tired of it. So it's like really fucking cool. But you have to like really, you have to argue with your friends. But it seems really fun and I really want it. It's like $15 at Target, but I discovered it this week and I really want to get it. If you pick it up, we will play. You guys have fun playing that because I don't want to hit any of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think the fact that we can manage to not uh, punch each other in the head during super fight means that most of us will be able to play one at Ultimate Werewolf. Okay. We got to get Joe over for that one. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. I'm hoping that he's a – I sent him an invite to um, come and stream I Love You, Colonel Sanders on Tuesday oh God, because yeah. I was like, Joe, I'm so ready for this game, but I, I need I need my other voice guy. <laughs> I need my yeah. other dating sim voice, dude. Even if not for the voice, I think you just need Joe for this one. I really do. I haven't seen him in forever. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that he gets the message and we can all hang around. Yeah. I'm going to have to message him on Twitter later because I don't know if he even checked his Discord. Yeah. But regardless. What did you play this week? Oh, God. So I played a little bit of a lot of things. Great. <laughs> um. Most notably, though, streaming Soma. Oh, my God. Love Soma. Were you there for the night when we transferred from one suit to the other suit? (sighs) Yeah. And uh, Simon got really mad because he was like, what the fuck, Catherine? Yeah, (laughs) he got really pissed off. 
And I was like, I don't understand. I don't know why you're okay. so mad. So to catch you up on what you missed on that one night you weren't by the stream. Yeah. We went into a scanner thing and Catherine scanned us and went, oh, because there were a lot of issues turning people's consciousness into robots where they just completely lost their shit. Yeah. Like the ones we've come across out in the open ocean. Yeah. And so I guess like to help make things work with Simon, they put the the neural chip into basically from the jaw down was a corpse. Yeah. So they reanimated a corpse. Gross. With a robot's brain so that you could feel human, I guess. That, I guess that explains why he was so, like, fucked up about the fact he could, like, he's like, I can taste, I can smell, I can feel things. Like, what the hell? Mm. But if you still have, like, all these nerve receptors that th- your brain thinks makes sense, thinks makes sense. Yeah. So, it's like, it was weird. But as soon as she's like, we're going to move your consciousness. And I was already thinking about this with, like, the human consciousness and the people that were killing themselves off in the scanning chairs because continuity. And it's like they on my understanding is that they're basically under the belief that if I'm going to copy your brain entirely, as soon as there's another copy of your brain and it's experiencing things and evolving on its own, there's now two versions of you, not just one. Yeah. In order to preserve that continuity, you off yourself with a like cyanide caplet as soon as the scan is done. Now you in the physical body cannot experience anything else, cannot evolve any further. It's up to the other you, the copy of you who will, for all intents and purposes, believe that it is you, yep. remember being everything up to that moment. So you're like, you'll remember being in the chair. You'll probably remember biting the cyanide caplet and then waking up in a computer. Yeah. Which is weird because perspective is strange. Yeah. I th- so I think the perspective part is where Simon's getting hung up. It's so weird to me as a person who like pretty loosely believes that I switch places with an alternate version of myself when I dream because... My dreams are so fucking weird and realistic, but it's like, I don't know. It just wouldn't bother me. If I all of a sudden was cloned and there was a copy of me, I'd be like, eh, now there's two of me. Yep. Twice the uselessness. <laughs> Maybe well, one of us will steam up the floor. Simon's like, just, he's losing his mind with the whole thing. Yeah. Because she's like, we're going to move you. And I'm like, okay, that would make sense if you were just going to take the chip out and put it in the other suit. Yeah. But they're not doing that. She's transferring his consciousness over. So, but I thought it was really, it's one of those show me, don't tell me yeah. things, which is what really like drove it home for me when he wakes up in, he's in both suits for a second. Like you, oh. the player see him in the new suit that we were, you know, being transferred to. Yeah. And he goes, Hey, it worked. But then you hear other Simon go, Catherine, I don't think it worked. I'm still here. Oh. And then she shuts him down. I didn't get that. The whole I point thought, is that she copies him over, and then for a split second, both of them are awake. Yeah. She has to shut the other one down, so there's only one existing at a time. Right. But clearly having as two far Simons as he's concerned, it's almost like having two souls. Yeah. He's not like, I don't he, know, he's he not logicking his way through it. He didn't seem to grasp the fact that he's a robot very well. No. So, which if I woke up and I was like, oh shit, I'm a robot. I'm never going to have to poop again. This is the best day of my life. Time to return the bidet. <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway yeah so it's just really it's funny how he it's got me thinking so, about human consciousness and like yeah all this other weird shit and i love it i hate it i love it it's a really good game i'm really glad that you're playing it me too and it finally gripped me because i've watched the intro probably a hundred times and i, I he, it gets to the point where 
you're Simon. He wakes up in the chair in the future. And then he's like walking around and he's like, what the hell happened? And it's like, I just don't understand and I don't care. But I finally care. Yeah. (laughs) So that's nice. When I first saw Soma, I was like, oh, it's basically dead space. Mm. For whatever reason, just seeing like walking around the ships and whatnot and hiding from Terry Acres or whatever aliens you're hiding from was like the abominations that are there. Yes. What was the one the other night when you were um, in the place where you got the Ark? Yeah. Um, Before you got it, there's this thing that was behind you that was kind of humanoid shaped, but it walked really fast. What the hell was that? Oh, God. I don't know. Because that scared the shit out of me. (laughs) That is why the the grotesque. I love the way that, so getting into that a little bit, I love the way, one of my favorite things that I learned when I was in English 102 was the term grotesque. Mm -hmm. Because I had always assumed grotesque was kind of like a simile to gross, disgusting. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, someone had their arm pulled into a meat shredder and you're like, oh, that's grotesque. Yeah. But it's like, no, it's just things that don't sit quite right. Yeah. You know, like things in the uncanny valley are grotesque. Which is that so kind of shit. It, it goes to show how we take a word and we use it in such a way that we Forget associate it with other things. Yeah. The word. Kind of yeah. like incredible. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like incredible when you break it down is not incredible. No. Or like, uh, what's the other one? Yeah, there's another one. Whatever. Yeah, I know there's quite a few that I'm <laughs> like, when you break these words down, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. But what I like about it is I was thinking most horror games go one way or another. Mm-hmm. You're either going grotesque or you're going jump scare slash gore. Yeah. Jump slayer, jump scare slash gore. You're looking at like your five nights at Freddy's, a lot of resident evil. Yeah. Resident evil four took a turn into the grotesque with like some of the, um, the iron maidens and the replicators. I didn't like that. All those zombies in resident evil four were basically still people. There didn't really seem to be a lot of whole zombie thing about them. No, that was they were pretty mostly cultists. That's pretty um, fucked up. But the one, the few zombies you do come across, like the regenerator, scared the crap out of me for yeah. the same kind of a reason that like Silent Hill uses the same kind of thing. Yeah. Where instead of seeing something and going, oh, my God, and you run away, they make their creatures in such a manner that you're they move in such a way and they look such a way like that PG. all you can do is stare at them and go, what in the fuck am I watching? Yeah. And then it does something like with Soma where you're like, you see this thing lumbering around like a big daddy. And then all of a sudden it's just like speed walking. And you're it like, so it's not something you expected within the realm of physics. Yeah. <laughs> out of based on how it was moving and the sounds and the weight and the feel of it. And it just boom. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like those kind of things are what really stick with me and yeah. what scare the shit out of me when it comes to things that are grotesque that, you know, trick the mind that are like, this something not right about this. Like, I get that with insects. And I think a lot of people that have, like, arachnophobia probably get mm-hmm. that with spiders, too. If you're the type of person that's like, oh, I know that this dad, this tarantula either cannot, will not bite me. Yeah. Or even if it does, it barely hurts. Like, yeah. Then it's fine. I'm okay letting it walk all over me because whatever. But when you're the type of person that's like, this thing is creepy to me and I don't know what it's capable of. Yeah. That's what really threw me off with Resident Evil 4's replicators because they stand about seven feet tall. They look like they're made of clay and they lumber around and pant like dogs. Ew. And you only come across like one, maybe two at a time. Yeah. And I see this thing from across the hallway. 
it was the scariest moment I think I've ever had in a video game, period. <laughs> like, I've had some tense moments. This is easily the scariest. I threw my controller down and went, fuck this, I quit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm like getting ready for dogs because I can hear the panting. So I'm, I got my gun out and I turn a corner and down across the hall is this like lumbering thing just walking around. And I'm like, the fuck is that? So like I shot at him a couple of times and he just like took it like a bullet sponge. Yeah. Because they have like secret spots you're supposed to find with like a heat seeker or of course. Like, a thermal camera or something that it's you're Resident, supposed to shoot. It's Resident Evil game. It is. Why wouldn't it be normal? So it just soaks up my bullets. And then I'm like, it is so slow. And I'm sitting there still going, what the fuck is it? <laughs> and it got like probably 20 feet from me. So I'm like, I, you know, I still have time. I can turn and run. Yeah. And then it stopped. It like pulled its arms back a little bit. And then its arms legit shot out 20 feet, grabbed me by ah! the shoulders, pulled Leon in. And then this thing's like jaw unhinges and takes a bite out of my neck. And I was like, I screamed. I'm going to have to see if somebody is like, posted a video of that on YouTube because that sounds fucking it's terrifying. It's definitely on you. I'll find it after the podcast or so during the scary. break because it's, f- that was the one moment when I was like, Resident Evil has done some shit to me in the past. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like this. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. Remember the time we were playing the HD remake of one and the dogs came through the window all of a sudden and we both yep. screamed like little girls. And that was the last time yes. we played Resident Evil. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But anyway, that's my that's my whole rant on, you know, like Silent Hill, I think, didn't necessarily invent that with gaming, but they definitely perfected it in Silent Hill, too. I mean, imagine like just think of PT. It's still iconic. Oh, for sure. And that got taken off the PlayStation store like five years ago, four years ago or something. And like it's forever ago. It's still I I've seen playthroughs. I've seen multiple different playthroughs. I've seen everything that can possibly happen. And every time I watch it, I still feel like my stomach so unsettled. Because there's something about the engine it's rendered in with yeah. the lighting is so real. Everything yeah. looks like I'm there. Yeah. And like the the lady in the white dress who stands at the, the edge of the hall or like whatever, she doesn't really scare me. The gross fetus baby doesn't scare me. But like the the background noise, every background noise, every light and every like radio thing is just so, everything about it is so unsettling. And it's like, damn, mm. they really did it. Like every single time when the game, the radio is saying something about like it's talking about what happened, like the dad shoots the whoever. Yeah. And then it's like, turn around. I said, turn around every single time I hear yeah, that. It's like, look behind it's like, you. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it so much. But I keep watching these fucking playthroughs because PT is really good. And I mean, that's one of those <laughs> things, too, that uh, Hideo Kojima is very good at taking concepts and breaking the fourth wall with them. Yeah. Like even the first Metal Gear, there's a point when I thought my PlayStation bricked because <laughs> I walk oh. into the bathroom. You know yep. what I'm talking about. You walk into the bathroom and all of a sudden it's just like Hideo and it looks like it replicates a video error. And you're like, what the fuck is going Or you know, taking the Psycho Manus fight and it reads your memory card. And so Psycho Mantis will be like, I see you like Castlevania. Oh, my God. Or uh, when you're trying to defeat the Rex, you got to use player two. Oh, that's still Psycho Mantis. Is that Psycho Mantis? Yeah, he's like, he reads your mind oh, unless you right. use yep. controller port two. Yep. Or when the colonel is talking to you colonel. about getting a hold of Meryl, his daughter, and he's like. She's dummy thick. <laughs> she is dummy thick. <laughs> but when he's like. 
you can probably find her codec number on the back of the game case. I love that And I'm that like, shit. what? So I look at the back of the game case and it's like one of those, oh, is this is just a screenshot yeah. of, you know, the codec transmission, but it's him talking to Meryl and it has her codec number. And I'm like, that's That's another thing. There's a good way to break the fourth wall in a game. I hate when I start a game and the tutorial is like, press triangle to jump. And it's like, oh, I'm immediately Already out of not it. in the experience. Doesn't matter that I'm playing Spyro the dragon and I'm not a dragon. I'm immediately taken out of it. But that's a fun way to break the fourth wall is to be like, <laughs> in a dramatic moment, you could probably find it on the back of the game box. And it's like very intentional the way they did that. I oh, love yeah. that. It was great. Love that shit. There's just so much, so much that went on with that, that game. And then you get the same mind that did that worked on PT. Yeah. So, I mean, he knows fourth wall breaking. Yeah. Creep factor, which I'm so excited for death stranding. I, yeah, I I'm saw, ready. I haven't watched the 49 minute long trailer. Cause at this point I feel like there's nothing that you could show me that would make me want to play it more. I just want to. Yep. I'm just excited about it, and I don't want to be more confused when the time comes. Exactly. That, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to ride the hype train too much that when the game comes out, I'm like, oh. I'm tired of Death Stranding. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Not that that would happen, but, like, it's it, just... It's a risk that you run when you're, like, living and breathing games. something. I'm trying to manifest good energy for Death Stranding because, like... I have nothing but good energy for Death Stranding, yeah. so come at me, bro. <laughs> I the kind of like psychosis that exists within Kojima's yeah. head. It is funny is to fine. watch um, like, <laughs> to watch back any playthroughs of PT before it even was canceled at all. And like obviously you play through PT, it ends and then it's um, I got the trailer it's with Norman, Norman Reedus. Reedus walking through like a rainy street or whatever and everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for this game. It's going to be so good. I love Norman Reedus. Wish I could go back in time and be like, not going to happen." But wait but, till 2020. We're still gonna get Norman Reedus. Not only is the world still gonna be here in 2020, but we're <laughs> gonna have this game. We just gotta get through some bullshit first. Um, so ready. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't really play much else of note this week. Um, I know Mark and I decided that we're gonna start bumping uh, Persona streams to like one Sunday a month when he's off, so we can do like a six-hour run. Nice. Because two hours is just not enough time no, to put it, into it. You feel like you just barely start scratching the surface and getting everyone interested, and then you stop. And then it's midnight. It's a, yeah. There's a lot of like stuff that happens that it's just like you really have to. That's why I, I, I'm i there, but I'm not participating because I don't know what the hell. Yeah, I miss like three streams. We're both kind of like. I don't like, know what's happening. He was like, dude, I want to not fall asleep on stream. And also I want, I feel like, you know, people aren't engaged because like all we do is come around and we talk. And like the conversation is better than the actual game right now. Except for when things happen. Yeah, which sometimes so, that sometimes streaming just be like that. Uh, starting on, we're shifting it to Wednesdays where he's over. Yeah. So I can have continuity with the games that I'm playing otherwise. So it's not like yeah. Soma break. Soma. Sure. Uh, so that makes sense. But starting next week, we're going to be playing um, <sighs> Among the Sleep. Yes. I'm very excited for that. That should only take us to get two times, like two nights of streaming to get through. Mm hmm. Very According excited. to howlongtobeat.com. So I'm very excited. I've never played it. I've seen parts of playthroughs. Yeah. I have a rough understanding. Very good. I, from what I remember, I, I don't think I ever finished it. Like thinking about it, I don't think I ever finished watching a playthrough of it. But I watched most of one. I don't remember a lot of details, but I remember really enjoying myself. So like, I remember that it was good. 
Yeah, I like the concept <laughs> of seeing everything through the eyes of a child. So like, we'll we'll go through it. Have we'll you updated the Yeah Dude Google Calendar? I have. Good. Okay. Oh yeah. So you'll know. There it is. Look wow, I love looking in my calendar and just seeing a fucking event called "I Love You, Colonel Sanders." I knew you, you, you actually add stuff to the Google Calendar. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! I yeah, should probably like a, look at that. Got a whole stream calendar, and I you can select it. Select. <laughs> you can add it to your personal calendar. So I have it so that every night I get um, like alerted when there's a stream, um, or like something happening. Yeah. Oh my god, extra life's coming up. Oh, I'm freaking out, man. I have most of the schedule put together at this point. Oh. Uh, um. Anywho, yeah, I mean, I dabbled in some Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Great. Because the the holidays are coming up, but I didn't really do anything of note. Yeah, I I'm feel just like- kind of like I log in to poke around and do some favors for neighbors, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else. Oh, I tried Canarium. Canarium? The epic game last week? Yep. Last oh. week's epic game. Uh, so oh, I played shit. a little bit of Conarium. Guess what I forgot to do. That epic is... Games? Oh, don't worry. I know what they are. Okay, good. I already got them. Yeah, um, it's... Six. Six games. Holy fuck. Yeah. We'll get into that. Anyway, um, yeah, so the one that's based on HP Lovecraft's works. And it's... You know the old, like, mystery games where it's basically like, oh, you click and you go over here and yeah. then you got to search around and you find clues. and Yeah. The mists it's, of old age. It's somewhere between that and, like, a first person, um, like, Soma. Oh. Because there's, like, it the puzzle solving aspect is there with the whole, like, point and click mystery thing. Yeah. But you have free range of movement. Like a first person shooter. So you mm-hmm. just, you water around, do things. I got into one area and this is how I knew it. I was like, this game's going to be trippy as fuck. Cause you're in a, an Antarctic base doing research on something or other mm-hmm. and like plant life and various shit. You got to go out and restart a generator. You get back in. And then I wandered my way into this room that had some weird flower in a glass case and I found a lever and I hooked the lever up and I turned it and it opened the glass case. And all of a sudden this flower just spores everywhere. Ooh. And I'm like, what is it? And he starts, my guy starts coughing and. That's a good sign. That's yeah. always a good sign. So then like he's getting dizzy and all of a sudden this shadow appears on the wall. It looks like a demon dragon head. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and it was just a shadow of a cat that had jumped up in front of a flashlight. So I looked over and I'm like, oh, oh, it's a cat. And the cat's like, meow. And I'm like, oh, hey, cat, what's going on? And, uh. I was like, oh, good. So let's keep walking around. And then I walked over to the cat and I was like, hey, kitty, what's going on? And the cat like meows and then its head opened up and these tentacles came out. And I was like, what's happening? (laughs) I'm tripping balls. And then I turn around and the plant like started growing roots like tentacles and just starts like coming through the room at me. And I'm like, fuck, I need to get out of here. So I kicked the door down and I like I ran into this other room and then all of a sudden it all stopped. Oh, my God. Like I was just on a really bad acid trip and then it ended. Weird. And then the cat was gone. Amazing. Like, what the fuck? That reminds me of LSD, which is a game. Linking the Sapient Dream on PS1? Yeah. Yeah, the LSD, game, Linking the Sapient Dream. The game that, like, never existed or something. I don't remember if it ever was, like, a thing. So uh, it's a real game. Some guy made it because of his weird-ass yeah, dreams. Yeah, it's like every time you bump into something, it changes where you are. It's, yeah. It's very strange, it's very so, creepy. It's so good. The, I don't remember where I watched it. I haven't been able to find the exact like videos that I remember watching like, you know, 10 years ago. It's a strange experience. It it was. Yeah. It's like unsettling in that weird way. It is. But it's not scary. It's just like 
I don't know what's going to happen next. It's weird. Yeah. It falls into that uncanny sort of. Yeah. But good. Realm. So good. Uh, and I think that's about it. I reinstalled freaking Shadowverse on my phone mm-hmm. because that's another card game, but it's not ESO and it's not ba- uh, Blizzard. So yeah. it's like. Maybe it'll be good this time. I mean, one of the that, one of the reasons that I learned about the app in the first place was we went to PAX and that booth was set up and they were like, do you want to be a card? And we were like, does it cost money? And they were like, nope, just step on the booth thing. And then we got our picture taken, Annabelle and I, and we were put on a plastic playing card. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, check out the app. It's free. And I was like, <gasps> and I started playing it and I'm like, there's a story. The art's good. <laughs> They're not advertising to me and you're not making me buy PAX. What's wrong with you people? I'm still like... I'm happy for you guys that you guys had so much fun at PAX, but you guys went to a different PAX East than we did. <laughs> I know. I remember that. <laughs> like, we we left there, and it's like... We went to Anxiety Simulator 2018. <laughs> Maybe it's just because we're more, like, we've been to so many conventions. I think that's it. Because, like, yes, our cryptid roommate had been to a handful of conventions, and he'd been to a handful here, even though he's not from here. But he's not a people person. None of us are. No. Where you and Annabelle are people people. For the most part, you can just kind of assimilate into the be normal a, humans. Be a people person in a room full of people people. Yeah. You can assimilate with the normal humans where I feel like the three of us really struggle with that. <laughs> uh, I just didn't realize that I struggled with it until I was in the yeah. middle of it. Woo-hoo. And I was like, um. You don't really. Help. You don't know you have a fear until it approaches you, you know? Yeah. Like my new fear of friend's blood. <laughs> yeah. Well, new. New. It's two years old. Well, yeah. That's new. Okay. Are we going to take a break now? We are going to bring you the games that are coming at you next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Then we'll take a break. Oh, my God. I... Oh, God. This, this beginning okay. part has been, like, such a wild ride. Well, it's because we've gotten into so many different topics. I love it. Uh, so, games that are coming at you Tuesday, September 24th. Star Wars, Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast for PS4 and Switch. Contra, Rogue Corps for... <laughs> Rogue Corps. Excuse me. Rogue Corps. <laughs> I had a day. <laughs> Contra Rogue Core for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. The Surge 2 for PS4, Xbox One. Baldur's Gate Enhanced. Baldur's Gate Siege of Dragonspear. And Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. I need those in my life. And also, KFC. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger-licking good dating simulator for Steam. If you want to see that one, but you don't want to play it yourself, we're going to be streaming that on release day, Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, twitch.tv backslash proxyfox underscore YDG. I'll put a link in the friggin' description for you. It'll be a great time. Wednesday, September 25th, Mario Kart Tour for iOS and Android. Oh. And then Friday, September 27th, I think Code she meant Vane. Code Vein. That's what it, it oh, says. It's code, code Burn. burn. <laughs> code Vein for PS4. No, nope, Code Burn one. comes That's out. That's the week. one we were trying to think of. Yeah. That was a um, Namco Bandai. Namco Nam- Bandai. Bando. Uh, Souls, essentially. Um, for PS4 and Xbox One. FIFA 20 for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Tropico 6 for PS4 and Xbox One. Ori and the Blind Forest for Switch. Dragon Quest 12 Echoes of an Elusive Age for Switch. And we've got some more Xbox Game Pass games for uh, for September. Oh, my goodness. Thursday, September 19th, we had Jump Force and Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And Thursday, September 26th, Bad North and Dirt Rally 2 and 
Lego Worlds. No, Dirt Rally 2.0. Because there is oh, a sorry, there, there is a Dirt Rally 2. There's a Dirt Rally 3. There's another oh Dirt God. Rally. Now there's 2.0. Dirt Rally 2.0. And because it wasn't in the notes, I'm going to tell you right now, the free game on Epic until next Thursday. The free six The free games, games is the entire Arkham series. Um, was it Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Origins? Yep. And then three Lego Batman games. Yep. So you can just get all the Batman in your life all at once. It's for the 80th anniversary of Batman. Oh, man. Oh, Batman. Which is this weekend. So if you want to get on those, get on those. It's good stuff. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back at you with some video game news. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. It's time for a humble brag. Okay, you know how it works by now. Every week I come at you with the games and stuff that's on sale on Humble because we're partnered with them and they give us stuff that everyone loves. So let's start it off this week. We have the Builder Bundle. Grab your hammer and nails because we're bringing you a bundle full of building games. Get to building with games like Staxel, Portal Knights, Bridge Constructor Portal, and more. I'm going to be honest with you. This is worth it just for Bridge Constructor Portal. That game is amazing. It's got Gladys and her typical dry robotic sense of humor. We've also got Fantasy Role-Playing, Humble Bundle Book, the Humble Book Bundle, I can speak. Uh, old School Fantasy Role-Playing, Classic Rules, Freewheeling Dragons, and Deadly Dragons Ahead, Dungeons. Wow, Freewheeling Dungeons, that's the one. Anyway, long story short, all these books, they look like the type of thing Ogden Morrow and James Halliday would have played uh, if they were still around to play games. Although, realistically, they should still be around. Anyway, that being said, you got things in here like... Cyclop, Cyclopean Deeps, Crypt of the Science Wizard, Knock Spell, Tome of Horrors 4. It's just it's some old RPG tabletop wonder. And then the Bloom County sale. For those of you that uh, are aware of Bloom County, I, I never read it myself, but it looks adorable. So welcome back to Bloom County. Join Milo Opus, the Penguin, Bill the Cat, and the rest of the Boarding House gang in this bundle full of comics. If you want comics, get in on that. It's bound to be a good time. There are a few other bundles still up and running for a few days. Still have the game developer, RPG, Python, and network security, if network security is your thing. But other than that, you guys can find the links down in the description below, and we'll catch you again next week with more Humble Deals. Play on. Hey... Jude? You're okay. You'll be fine. Just breathe. I don't believe you. Hey, you're okay. You'll be fine. Just breathe. I still don't believe you. Who says no to podcast stuff? Welcome back to Twig. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to throw it on over to Morgan for... Posterity. I'm dyslexic. So posterity and also the stuff with things about the things that you do. Yeah.
Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh the Jello pudding uh-huh, pops. Uh-huh. The, 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 the pudding and the pops and the, and the posterity. and Yeah, so like... <laughs> Stimulate Proxy your said, pudding. <laughs> Stimulate your pudding. Uh... <laughs> Stimulate your put put. We <laughs> we hold on. You're leaving this in the show. Well, for we had a really weird break, and you can listen to it on Patreon. Yeah, you really need to donate a dollar <laughs> to Patreon yeah. once a month. You know, as internet celebrities, people come up to us in the street all the time, and they say, "What do you want to stimulate today?" They, they say, "Proxy, Sarah." Whatever your name is this week, I have a problem where I have too much money in my bank account and I want to know how I could have, you know, one or two dollars less every month. And we go, you know, I got you, fam. It's okay. You just got to subscribe to the Yeah Dude Patreon. Yeah. It's just patreon.com backslash Yeah Dude. And you go there and you give us money. And what do you get in return but the high value of the random shit we say on break? Oh, God. Yeah. It's. It's weird. I don't even know what half of it is. But it like I'm hurts. amazed we still have patrons. I'm not. I know who our patrons are. <laughs> sick, if you're a sick perverts. individual, you want to get on this for only a dollar a month. Yeah. You could be experiencing several minutes of audio that's just gold. Yeah. Take it. Make it into ringtones. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Yeah. That's what I tell all my friends when they lose their phone on vibrate. <laughs> so Honestly. Anyway, Truly. oh anyway. my god. So give us the so, date and all that stuff. For posterity, as Proxy said way, way long time ago, this is This Week in Gaming, episode number 128. We are recording this on Friday, September 20th. When this hits your earballs, it will be Area 51 Raid Day, also known as September 21st. I'm confused because oh, yeah. they're already raiding and it's only Well, they're the 20th, showing up. But, you know, whatever. They're showing up. Sure. Raid day was the 21st. It's like how I thought Coachella was No, Raid was day was weekend. the 20th. Was it? Yep. Oh. I thought it was the 21st. No, they all showed up at like 5 a.m. this morning, and by they all, I mean like a handful of people. A handful Did you of not people? see the signs? There, no. There was someone, they were doing the news like live feeds that did the stuff. Naruto run. Uh, mm-hmm. There was one dude that did the Naruto run. That was not what impressed me the most. Uh, what impressed me the most was there was someone with like a full-on banner sign that said, let's clap some alien cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. The young people truly are holding this country together. <laughs> we really are. We're never going to get to the show. We won't. It's <laughs> We're fine. We're never going to do it. Don't the worry show about is, it. The show is extra. Oh, and yeah, I really, really like today. 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. I swear to God, it was the 21st. See, that's another I went on alternate to, universe garbage. I went on to Twitter and I was like, oh, what are my top trending tag? What are the top trending tags today? And it was... Storming Area 51, Area 51 Storm Fursuit Friday. And I went, Oh no. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> anyway, we are going to start the news because if not, I'm going to lose my steam. Oppose my cool, just my steam. I'll uh, lose my epic if we don't. So get going. That's fair. <laughs> uh, to start off the week, some Discord news. Uh, some not so positive Discord news particularly oh not terrible but not positive so discord nitro is removing their free games library as of october 15th yep nitro's free game library originally started in october 2018 with a little over 60 games with games occasionally being added or removed over the last year uh the majority of nitro subscribers don't play the free games which is how discord was able to justify removing them from the nitro's perks when the games contracts were up in october 2019 either way uh, Discord says that any Nitro subscriber for whom the free games were a deal breaker and a reason they subscribed 
can request a refund by contacting Discord's billing de- department. Which I think is really is nice because yeah. like if that is a deal breaker for you, why the fuck are you paying ten dollars a month? For right. It? So Discord. You could have just got Twitch Prime, guys. Yeah. Discord Nitro will remain ten dollars a month despite the loss of free games, but Discord has upgraded the upload size for images and videos to a hundred megabytes. Oh and, my Christ! But I don't have Nitro anymore, so and it doesn't help me at all. The number of boosts required to reach level three is now twenty instead of fifty. I don't know what the fuck that means. Boost means nothing to me. What I don't. F- yeah. I, Wait. You, the, say that again. The number of boosts to what? From twenty. From is now 20 instead of 50. From level two to level three. I don't know what that means. I tried to look it up and it was like, yeah, the boosts from level two to three. The fuck is a boost? I don't know. <laughs> I tried to find what out and boosting? I couldn't. I oh, you know, know, you can give nitro boosts to servers that you're in. What does it do? I have, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> and it was like, I give them a nitro boost. And I'm like, what does it do? And they're like, it, <laughs> it gives them a nitro boost. Yeah, it feels very like, like, the fuck, what? It feels very like who's on first, <laughs> and I just don't understand. So that's that. At least we. Told I still you. don't know who's on third. I don't. I don't we, know. we told you you got to figure out what a boost is and then report back to us. You have to do half of our job now because I, I am not fucking doing this shit. Uh, moving on, please. Red Dead Online. Yeah. Uh, so some zombies have been spotted by players in Red Dead Online, sometimes just as casual dead bodies, and in one case as a standing eyes open dead body that the player could not or could loot, yeah. but was standing like a live NPC. Yeah, like uh, the screenshot is just like a like a lady? zombie a zombie lady just oh, standing yeah, she was there, fucking creepy. And he walked up and he was like, "Oh, I can loot her body." Yeah. She's just like a dead person, but she's standing up, which is that's probably a glitch or a bug. Right. But nah. like, so the zombie thing is definitely you weird. said perk wrong. Some <laughs> some players have reported zombies with blue skin, which apparently may have something to do with a cholera outbreak in the game. I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the symptoms of cholera are, but I think blue skin might not be one of them. It's like blood poisoning. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but know. um, I know like. I mean, it's been long enough for spoilers, but like Arthur has TB, so yeah. like it it tracks for about the same time. time yeah, I th- I think that history. a cholera outbreak is like part of the plan. Eventually, maybe I don't know. Yeah, so uh, there was DLC for the first Red Dead Redemption called Undead Nightmare that came out for Halloween twenty twenty ten. Oh, you wrote twenty twenty. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, for Halloween twenty ten. Uh, so fans are speculating that an update may soon be coming for Red Dead online for halloween yeah so fans are speculating that an update to rdo may be coming soon for halloween this year that is it the same sentence over yeah. and over again oh i'm sorry that's okay i must have... i just read the words on my screen i don't <laughs> actually have a brain i have to make them pretty or else they just get read like a teleprompter when you are most unprepared. of the time uh, um, which is every week yeah I'm, I'm i people are like it's a bug and it's like this feels like a really specific bug you know and the timing for it it that's totally, yeah. At the very least, they're gonna do like a, a seasonal event. Yeah. Because like, like, if this was April and zombies were showing up, I'd be like, oh, it's like a joke. Right. Or e- if it was maybe not April. Even we'll Gearbox is teasing that with yeah. Borderlands Three. They're having an like a a, a nightmare something or other yeah. seasonal People, event. Humans love holiday based events in video games. Yes, that's why Proxy redownloaded ESO. Yeah. It's true. And Pocket, and Pocket Camp. Camp. However, I'm waiting to put Destiny 2 back on my machine until it's moved over to Steam fully. October 1st. And I don't know if I even will yet, 
because I was explaining to Boss Man Kev, we were walking around. Like he's all about Destiny Two. Don't get me wrong. He right. loves D Two, but he's got a clan that he plays with actively. Yeah, like they're going on raids. They're yeah. you know doing strikes, whatever it is. They're worried about what gear they're getting. That's not me. I play no. for the story, and Be as far casual. as the story is concerned, I was like, I felt like the enemies just all blend together and they a do. mesh. Absolutely. Uh, at least one, everything felt separated. It's like, okay, if we go here, we're going to come across the the Fallen. If we go here, we're going to come across the Taken. If we right, go up right. here, we're going to come across the Giving Tree. And, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, like, I know where we're going. Fallen, I know what enemies taken, that we're fighting. The Given? Yeah. It, the shook <laughs> So it's like, the shook <laughs> Sorry, the that was on. They call them Guardians in the second one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the shook but yeah, so this like I just feel like too blended too much to even bother to, with redownload reinstalling it. Probably, but we'll see. I'm just not. It's not what I'm in the mood. I mean, for right I now. uninstall it and reinstall it like every two months because it's like okay, well I'll play for a couple days and then I'm like, yeah, all right. As I mentioned last time I, with ESO, I got back into uh, I I joined a guild, the Fast and the Furious. Right. So now I can you play have something? Yeah. With people. Anywho. Uh, yeah, so we'll keep you posted with RDO. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing's been announced officially by Rockstar. Uh, so moving on from there, Pokemon Sword and Shield news. So the Pokemon company revealed another new Pokemon from the Galar region this week. Sir Fetched. Everybody on the fucking internet called it. I should preface, I didn't put this in because it was hard to explain by text. But on the Pokemon website? Yeah. Shrug, um, there was like a trailer video or something where you could click on it and there would be there was like a glitch Pokemon on the screen. And if you clicked on it, it like it looked like a far fetched, but white and green. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, haha, it's a Pokemon. His name is Sir Fetched. Haha, that'd be so funny. And then they announced that his he actually is a far fetched th- related thing. And his name is Sir Fetched. So Sir Fetched wow. is a Galar only. So kind of like Alola types. Sword version only, far-fetched evolution. Yep. Now, if you want a shield version, you have wig snatched. Bless you. Wow, I <laughs> fucking hate you. I am leaving the show. Wig. <laughs> okay, wig. Wig uh, Either way, that was a joke. <laughs> it was uh, a stupid joke. Far-fetched leaked... Uh, Farfetch's leak becomes a lance and Sir Fetched also carries a shield made of the green part of the leak. Yeah, it's really hard to explain, but like just go look at a picture and it makes sense. Like the the lance is like the white part of a leak and the shield is the green parts, but it's like all woven together. It's weird that he's a sword only because like what the fuck? Because he holds a shield. Yeah, it's sick looking. So this is the first official Pokemon leak. Yeah. Wow. It is. Yes. Well, I'm going to go ahead. I'm happy and, uh, for no, Farfetch'd, No, it's the first though. official Pokemon Sword leak. Oh, my God. I'm happy for Farfetch'd, though. I mean, uh, people have been like... It only re- took him 25 years yeah, to have an evolution. Yeah, well, people have hated Farfetch'd because like, it's just a bird. And it's like, he's amazing. I love Farfetch'd. He's amazing. I never use him, but he's like one of my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a couple games where you trade an in-game NPC for a Farfetch'd. Yeah. And every single time, I'm like, Hell yes. Hell yeah. Take all my money. Take my legendary Pokemon for this bird. <laughs> Give me a bird with a salad on his back. <laughs> so <laughs> moving on from that into some Super Nintendo based news, specifically Super Nintendo World. Uh, the first Super Nintendo World amusement park will be opening next year in Japan. 
The park is a joint effort between Nintendo and Universal Studios. There will be a full interactive world within the park. Don't know what that means. uh, There is no time frame for any future parks being built elsewhere in the world. But according to Nintendo and Universal, that is the plan eventually. Um, I'm imagining probably Japan, then France, then Florida, then California. It'll probably honestly be the way around. It'll probably be Japan, Florida, California, France. If it's, like it's if it's at Universal, if there's I don't even know if there's a Universal in France. I don't know. I feel like it's always France though. But um, I have read that there are at least two rides that are already planned out. Yep. And that they do plan on having like Switch consoles all over the place. That would be so weird to be interacted with, yeah. and the design. Like I looked at some concept <laughs> art for it, and it's like you get the like Mario pipes all over the place. It looks cool. Yeah. It, it looks cool. It sounds like a cool um, I, concept. I hope one of the rides is literally just like Mario Kart, but oh God, yeah, go-karts because so they already do that in Japan anyway. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I want, I would love to go to Japan someday. I'm not in any rush as I an am. anxious person, but like if we go after this is already a thing and after the hype has worn off, I'm very excited to go. And I hate going places. I hate doing stuff and being around people, but I, I want to go so bad. And you, and that's 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 in Japan. Yeah, where I where short of India has the most people per capita in the smallest space. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. I know. So bad I want to go. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, when there's more news, even if there's like a build date or if they have an open date or concept, we'll we'll let you know. Uh, moving on from that, there is going to be a Sony State of Play this coming week. Uh, they announced uh, this week that the next State of Play will be Tuesday, September 24th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and will run for around 20 minutes. Sony says the State of Play will announce new game reveals, new content from PlayStation Worldwide Studios, and a host of other updates, but fans shouldn't expect any updates or information on the PS5. Uh, The State of Play will be streamed on Sony's Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And I did literally just read before we even started recording that uh, Last of Us Part 2 is going to be one of the news events. That's so funny. Even if it's like two minutes. I don't know what time the um, Naughty Dog event is, the press event that they are throwing. Oh, they're throwing a press event too? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Oh, I Naughty Dog is throwing was not present. Naughty Dog is throwing their own. Or maybe it was a week before their own press event on the twenty fourth. I don't know what time. I haven't found out what time yet, or if it's even being streamed. But it's really fucking weird how the timing added up where they just happen to be doing a state of play the same day that Naughty Dog is doing this. So it's like I a I wonder what's going to happen first. Probably the state of play. That's why it's at four p.m. and not like six or eight. Right. And I want I and like press events are usually like. After 6 p.m. Because it's usually dark. Especially when celebrities are there for some reason. Because everybody looks better in the dark. I don't know. It's just really weird. I'm going to watch the state of play. I'm going to try to find and watch the Naughty Dog press uh, event. Because I like Naughty Dog games. I don't know. It's just really weird. It's weird timing. And I wonder if it's devious or if it's just like a thing. Like not a big deal. I don't know. It's probably just a thing. It's probably just like a whoops. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh, whoops. Whoops. I don't know. That's it. Um. That's all I have. 
Let me make sure I didn't have anything hiding because this week was really weird. I wanted to take a second because I just remembered one of the games that we played because it was just yesterday. Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Worlds better than Yoshi's Woolly World. <laughs> I mean, I have fun playing it by myself. So. Because oh. rather than accidentally fucking each other over like Woolly World did, the worst I can do is accidentally get a piggyback. Yeah. That's and nice. I'll keep my eggs. That's the thing that pissed me off is if you're when you're playing Woolly World, if like you and Sarah were playing Woolly World together and one of you accidentally eats the other one and you had like 10 yarn balls. Guess what's gone? All 10 yarn balls. Oh, my Fuck fucking that. God. It's a it's good to know that they improved upon that over time, like clearly because of complaints from people. Clearly because of me and like, my well, anger. I think that Woolly World is honestly amazing. I watched Morgan play most of it. Yeah, a good portion of it. Honestly so good. It would have been an absolute A plus 100% 10 out of 10 gold star gold Michelin star game. If the if uh, soundtrack every, was anything other than just one if song. Every single land wasn't the same song just remixed. Yeah. That's, if they had that's been, my chief complaint about the game. If they had game. been at all different. It wouldn't have taken much. Just pay the sound guy 10 more dollars. But if that had been the, like, the, that's the only thing that holds me back from being like, this was a Gordon Ramsay approved game. Yeah, it was a cinch for me. It was a game that it was like, OK, well, I can put something else on in the background. Yeah, it's one of those games where you probably like watch YouTube or something. Yeah, because like but I think was so... I was I was playing it handheld opposed yeah. to being on the TV. Most of the time. Like, eh. But it was so fucking cute, like the level where you can get the dogs and they follow you and yeah. you ride them. Like, yeah, the I, little Puccinus. I, I almost started crying because it was so cute. So good. But yeah, it's good to know that Nintendo actually improves upon things over time. You know? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that thankfully brings us to the end of our news day. It's been very, <laughs> a very long day. Today was 90% uh, Resident Evil. And 90% my take on horror games. And Hideo Kojima. And 2% news. Sometimes shit just happens. If you like your news like you like your milk, 2%. White and creamy. <laughs> yes, that too. Because that's, then, uh, I mean. If you like your news like you like your milk, full of pre, then oh. this is the place to be. Oh, no. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> on that note, we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for listening. Until then, happy gaming. See you. This Week in Gaming is a Yadu Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.